0: Good morning, Nachum. Good to have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Ki Kiseitze Ki has the distinction of having the most mitzvos of any parsha in the Torah. According to the Chinuch, it contains seventy-four mitzvot. There are twenty-seven positive mitzvot and forty-seven restrictions in Parshas Kiseitse. You have among the seventy-four mitzvos the mitzvah of burial, whereby we are taught that a criminal is to be buried, all the more so a good Jew. A Jew is to be buried. As the Torah tells us in Baratius You come from the dust, you are to be restored to the dust, and man is to be buried. And unfortunately, the alternative of, God forbid, cremation is not a Jewish response to death at all, and even the mausoleums of above-the-ground burial is not in accordance with Jewish law. Jewish law says that we bury the body, and only the body is buried, the soul returns to God. You have in Pashas Kiseitse the laws of marriage, as well as, later on, the laws of divorce. You have The laws of Yibum, the Levrit marriage, and Chalitza. The Parsha ends with the mitzvah to remember and to blot out the memory of Amalek. I'd like to focus this morning on the mitzvah of Hashavas Aveda. At the beginning of chapter 22, in this week's Parsha, the Torah devotes three psukim to the mitzvah of returning a lost object. Now, Bechinuch, in his commentary on mitzvah 538, which is the mitzvah of returning a lost object, writes that. The root reason for this mitzvah is evident because in this lies a useful benefit for all and harmony for the land since forgetfulness is common in all people from time to time. Moreover, all their domestic and other animals always run off here and there. With this mitzvah, which exists among our people, animals and objects would be kept wherever they, may, wherever they might be in our holy land as though they were under the hand of the owners. In other words, if somebody loses, he knows that, especially in the land of Israel, where we are all, as you'll see in a moment, brothers, we are literally our brothers keepers we are responsible one for another and guess what I will take it and make it my business to watch guard and make every effort to return your lost object and you will do the same for me Now, this is a very significant point whereby the Torah speaks about physical objects. And so it starts with one's ox, one's sheep, and goat. And if they are wandering, the Torah says, V'esalam to mehem. You might want to hide yourself and make, quote, yourself Nishvissendik I didn't see it come on the torah says hoshiv tishive you are surely to return them to your brother what do you mean brother ah oh, the torah is creating a relationship that one Jew is to feel to another one as he is my brother ah, just as for my biological brother, I would go out of my way to take heir of his lost property, so too am I to feel towards each and every Jew, and that is that he is my brother. And the Torah says, if your brother is not, quote, close to you, Meaning, you find it and he is not around to ask for it. The Torah says, Take it to your home and it should be with you until he comes and gives you the signs. And this is what you are to do for any and all lost objects of your brother. And by the way, in three verses, the Torah uses the word brother five times. Okay, so it's clear what the pshat what the literal understanding of the verse is namely a biblical obligation to be concerned about the lost property of another Jew this is pshat I'd like to share with you however the insight of the Orachayim HaKadosh in his commentary on these verses. Now we know that there is Pardes. Pardes means there's the Pshat, the literal understanding, there's the Remez, that which the Torah is hinting at, the Drash, that which the Rabbis are able to deduce from the various language within the text, and finally sowed the various secrets that the text contains. So the first thing we are reminded is that these same three verses can be understood not only literally, but watch this. Says the Orachayim Kadosh, You shall not see Shor Ochicha. The Shor are various animals, be it the ox, as we said, the sheep, the goat, etc. Now who are these animals? Says the Orachaim these are people. They are comparable and compared to animals, because unfortunately, they are not yet knowledgeable and not yet. Observe it, and who is Achicha? They are sure Achicha. They are the animals of your brother, capital B. He says that the Achicha is referring to none other than God Himself, namely, and he quotes from the Medrash Shmos Rabba twenty seven paragraph 1 that the term Re'acha is not only your friend, but can refer to a Kurdish baruchu, as we find in Tilim 122 verse 8 Laman Achai V'rayai Achai literally my brothers, my friends, but on another level it refers to none other than God himself. So the Torah is telling us you should not see God's children meaning his animals, those children who are on the level of animals that are nidachim, that are straying, that have gone off the path, that they are not knowledgeable, not observant. V'salam to mehem and you might hide yourself and say, come on, What's it, my responsibility? No, says the Torah, You, the more knowledgeable ones, have an obligation to return them to your brother, meaning to God, who is caring and looking for them. And if, the next verse, verse 2, it is not close. What's not close? So here the Orachayim HaKoder says, that the time of the redemption is not yet close and therefore he says we're talking about our time at the end of the exile ah so what should you do Vasafto, take him el toch take him to the beis Medrish, take him to your home so we're talking about not only literally that you have an opportunity those who do keep Shabbat to invite to their homes those who are not yet observing Shabbat, but we're talking about bring him into the base Medrash, teach them Torah, ah, and he shall be with you until Drosha hachicha osso, till God literally is going to come after him in the end of days when Mashiach comes, and vashivoso vashivoso lo, return him to himself. What does that mean? The Gemara in Sanhedrin 73a teaches us based upon these two words, return him to him, the rabbo's Avedas Gufo. We are to restore his body to him. In other words, God forbid if he is sick, you've got to heal him. If he's being attacked God forbid, by a wild animal. He's being attacked by bandits. And you can, in one way or another, save him. You must do that. You have to save him. Now, if this is true regarding his physical body, it's all the more so true regarding his soul. Save his soul, which is his essence. And that's why, interestingly, we find at the end of the first chapter of Bava Mitzia, which talks about the finding of lost objects, that if I have two individuals, one is my teacher and the other one is my father, and I have an opportunity, each of them lost an object, and I have an opportunity to go searching for their objects. Who takes precedence? So, the Mishnah teaches me my teacher over my father. Why? My father brings me into this world, and my teacher brings me into the world to come. So, what these three verses are teaching us, according to the Orachayim HaKadosh, is That we have the potential of bringing about a transformation, not only in the individual himself, but regarding him and future generations. We have the opportunity to do good, not only for his body, but for his soul. So... What is the Torah teaching us? The obligation of what we would call Kirov. Kirov means to bring back the individual man, woman, who is not yet close to God, to bring them back to so do. Not only, as I mentioned, by inviting them to your Shabbos table, but There are, thank God, many, many organizations which have as their raison d'etre their purpose to create a chavrusa program, a buddy system, a partners in Torah to pair up one who is more knowledgeable with one who is less. So first of all, the more knowledgeable says, how much, how much do I know? You don't realize how much you know until you sit down, be it in person or on Zoom. You can be thousands of miles away and you can spend a meaningful hour a week with an individual, which I can tell you from personal experience in speaking with many different individuals, it's transformative. It's transformative for both individuals. The one that has more knowledge, he becomes invested. The one who is the study partner with the less knowledge, his life is becoming enriched. And very often, it develops into not only a study session that they enjoy studying together, but... Socially, they become friendly, they invite one another to their respective smachot, and literally they become part of each other's family. Look into it as we get closer to Rosh Hashanah. Look into it as we take the lessons of Parshas Kisei to heart. And remember, five times the Torah uses the word ochicha. Literally, it means that, we are brothers one to another, and I'm responsible for your lost object as you for mine. But on the deeper level, the Orachaim HaKadosh teaches that we have the opportunity to bring Jews back to God, back to their, quote, big brother, and this is going to be most beneficial for both of you. Shabbat shalom to all.